So you think you got a lot to say Well, I think you better clear the space When it comes to movies, I got the better taste No one knows what you're talking about anyway Oh, this is episode 11. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? What are you drinking, Tyler? <laughs> Not enough, apparently. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Anyway with Sam and Tyler. Today, we're having girl talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that is, we will be discussing Wonder Woman 84 and WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> I had to leave the name? suspense. Oh. Well, because, okay, so I stopped because I realized I said Wonder Woman 84 instead of uh, Wonder Woman 1984, but you get it. You we get, get it. it. I, I we get I, it. Yeah. I think it's yeah. actually called Wonder Woman 84, right? I, I think, I think they just, I think that's like the WW84, like the, the abbreviated one. I, yeah. I don't think that's what, I think it's called Wonder Woman 1984. Right. Okay. But yeah, I, I, I have thoughts on the title. I think that's the dumbest thing, but you know, I, again, if it's nothing to do with like 1984 and people being silenced and like, you know, like that, why didn't they just pick a different year in the 80s? It could have been Wonder Woman 1986 because I, I was very, yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. So today we'll be discussing that and talking about how, you know, our thoughts and opinions on it. I think Tyler and I have briefly shared thoughts and opinions on Wonder Woman 84. And then uh, we haven't talked about WandaVision at all yet. Yeah. And we had a whole episode on Potmosis about 1984. Right. So we'll, we'll be discussing that today. Um, the social impact and, uh, and how it's viewed in the grand scheme of superhero movies. And then, um, you know, I, I have to start this by saying too that we will not be comparing Wonder Woman and WandaVision. It's just that they both came out. We haven't talked since the holidays and yeah. we want to discuss it. So we will not be comparing them. I've also run into some people saying, oh, WandaVision is so much better than The Mandalorian or vice versa. And I have to say, stop, <laughs> because <laughs> it is not really even comparable, you know, uh, just much like Wonder Woman 84 and WandaVision are not comparable either. So um, just because they're like female centric, you know, doesn't mean we can just compare them like that. They're completely different. It'd be unfair of us to compare the two. Now, if they were, if it was like WandaVision, uh, compared to like Wonder Woman, uh, like a TV series, then yeah, I would say that's more grounds for comparison, but, but that's not what we're doing today. Okay, Tyler, so let's start with Wonder Woman. What about it? Oh, okay. okay. That was it. Okay. <laughs> My thoughts on Wonder Woman. No, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Wonder Woman. Um, a lot of the stuff, you know, I, a lot of the stuff I, I kind of said in Popmosis, but I'll try to keep things that I didn't say in Popmosis into this. Like, I didn't really, dive into too much about what i thought about the title and the setting i still think it's bullshit that they tried to ride the 1984 train for literally no reason when they could have like they actually could have done a really awesome job where it was diana from themiscira being essentially silenced in society and not only fighting literal villains and stuff but also trying to fight feminism in a quasi total totalitarian total i can't say it wow that's weird okay I, I, for some <laughs> reason my my brain right now cannot say that word however um <laughs> but i feel like that they have the opportunity to do it where maxwell lord had a magical gem and could basically bend reality 
it could have been a whole thing where, uh, and I said this on, on Popmosis, where maybe he became president halfway through the film, and then the rest of it was him silencing Diana Prince, him knowing that she's powerful and whatnot, and basically taking away like abilities for her to like speak or in like other crazy things that would be metaphorical for how women fight and how they can feel vulnerable in situations. And it's Wonder Woman, a heroic, awesome um, hero that that people look up to, especially women right now. It, it, it to me it would be kind of cool to see parallels like that, and a, it would be like a really cool version. It's like Wonder Woman doing a V for Vendetta thing. How people look at V for Vendetta as like this one man caused a whole commotion that brought down totalitarianism. Wait, what is it? Say it one more time slowly. To- Total totalitarianism. Totalitarianism. Wait, no, totalitarianism. I don't know why I'm putting an R in there. There's no R in there. Anyway, I'm keep, I'm keeping this in. I know I sound stupid and I apologize, but I don't know why, but I cannot grasp this word at this moment. Maybe I haven't had enough, had enough coffee. Maybe it was the beer. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, I feel like if you can use 1984, everybody already has an idea of what 19... People think of the book 1984, V for Vendetta, or even A Handsmaid, or A Handsmaid Tale. Why I just think it's bullshit in a marketing ploy, and it didn't deliver, and it makes me really upset. Uh, granted, that doesn't. It makes me upset from a marketing standpoint, and I think it's just kind of bullshit walking into the theater expecting it or expecting something from it and not getting it. However, watching through the film, my biggest issues with it is, uh, again, like I said, a pop most of this film is I appreciate somebody trying to make a movie that seems like it's from the eighties that it's a sequel to the Donner Superman. I, I appreciate it. I think that there is a wrong way of doing it. And Patty Jenkins did the wrong way of doing it. <laughs> it was too reliant on trying to be like that, as opposed to being an homage. It was tr- She was trying to tell a story and have everything line up being like, you are watching an 80s movie. But that doesn't work anymore. It's disconnecting. We're used to the current way of filmmaking there's a lot of people that can go back and and that's why people go back and watch old movies because they don't like the way things are told right now but it's off-putting when you see a current movie with current cg with current technology and current capabilities and then you're watching it and then it's screaming like i'm an 80s movie it's just off-putting and it doesn't work if you want an 80s movie you go back and watch the 80s movie you what she should have done was one thing definitely written one more uh, done one more rewrite because rewrites are a blessing but also the other thing is make it an homage like stranger things when you're watching stranger things it doesn't feel like you're watching an 80s show it just feels like a show that's let's in love and just being an homage to 80s pop culture it doesn't right it's not reliant on the time Exactly. You know, it, and it feels like it almost could take place anywhere, really. I mean, like, yes, yeah. there are certain things, and they kind of beef it up in, like, the next season. I didn't finish it. But yeah. it kind of feels like it could it could be anywhere, and it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be trapped in that time. And, like, oh, I love the. I mean, a lot of people say they love it because of that, uh, because it does take place in the 80s. But, you know, good for them. But to me, I, not being alive in the 80s, I was like, cool, I love the story because it it, honestly, it reminded me of movies that we watched when we were younger. Yeah. So, and it wasn't necessarily due to the time period. It's just that reminds well, like, me of like my childhood, you know? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's there's just there's like language pacing differences between something made in the 80s and something now. Like now there are a lot of hard cuts and a lot of weird storytelling tricks that we do for superhero movies that you didn't like, you know, way back when everything was really campy. And that's totally fine to be campy. Shazam was campy in a lot of places, but the thing is they did it in a modern way that uh, that it wasn't off-putting. And I feel like right. the movie would have just been a lot easier to watch had it had they had just embraced the fact that... It, I mean, also look at the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs looks like an 80s show, but then when they talk and how they communicate with each other and... Uh, and, and, and how it's, how it's shot. The comedic it, timing is like very now. Comedic timing is very current. And, yeah. um, it's kind of like the Orville where the Orville is also like a big love letter to only next generation, but also it looks like a modern show. Like that's the thing. So anyway, long rant over. Um, I, I <laughs> think that this, I think the script needed one more polish. There's a lot of really crappy lines in it that could have been a lot better written. Um, and then, yeah, make it a current. So what movie you're saying is half, like, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman one, what like it was just like Captain America and Captain America one and Wonder Woman don't look like films from the forties. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Like I kind of understand when people compare Captain America, um, the first Avenger, and Wonder Woman one. I kind of understand it just because of the way it's told with, with like the war shots and like how they like band together with like a, and like an unlikely group you know but i just meant the time period that's all i meant i didn't mean anything else about like the story i just meant like it being like stuck in a time period and then not looking like it's like on film <laughs> well yeah i mean captain america now have people like well let me tell you something over here what are yeah, you talking yeah. about over here captain like you know yeah it wasn't like yeah. that <laughs> and when and, it, and when it was they like made it like an homage like you were saying where, you know, they show him doing, um, like punching Hitler in like all different states, right? And then, and they, they show like the radio show and stuff like that. And it's interesting because it's of that time, but they're not stuck in that. I, I understand what you're saying. So, um. I, I feel like montages can do that, where the montage makes you feel like it's in the past. That makes sense. Cause right. that, a montage is just a transition and a transition is supposed to elab- elaborate on the setting. So that, that's fine. Just not the entire freaking film <laughs> right exactly exactly um so to me wonder woman uh i i was okay wonder woman one first of all i just i'll be quick on, i'll be quick on it i i have only seen it like 1.8 times approximately but i didn't love it like nothing went oh i need to go back and watch this movie it was too long in my opinion it felt like three movies in one and the third act was just absolute trash um <laughs> and that's you know so it didn't really make me excited for it. I actually was not excited for Wonder Woman 84 until I watched the DC, what was it called? The, like the, the Comic-Con, virtual Comic-Con, but it was like all DC. Fandoms. Um, fandom, yes, thank you. Um, and then I was like, oh man, I'm excited. And after, of course, knowing who Pedro Pascal was, seeing he was in the lineup, oh yes, I wanted to see this movie so bad. And, you know, Christmas rolls around. I get HBO Max just for this. <laughs> And it's fine because I'm watching other things, which is great. Um, There's so much on. on yeah, there Max. is. So I'm like, oh, dang, they got me. They got me. <laughs> yeah, they got me with this. Um, so, you know, we watch it. We watched it in two installments because, you know, we had dinner. And then I think the next day we watched the second half. First half, I will say like, okay, I'm into this. I'm intrigued. Um, I liked the very beginning of the movie, the flashback, 
I thought it was really cool. Um, and then, you know, you, you get introduced to Kristen Wiig's character. Um, you know, we have Gal again and I, I think, yeah, Chris Pine had showed up. Oh, by the way, everyone, there's going to be spoilers for everything in this, <laughs> including WandaVision. Um, so yeah, Chris Pine shows up again, you know, and they're all great and, and the, the acting is great. They just were dealt a terrible hand with the writing and the, and the dialogue, like you were saying. Um, you know, at first I was like, oh my God, this is, this is cool. Is this going to be kind of like Indiana Jones? And then it wasn't. <laughs> and then I was like really bummed about that. And, um, you know, we went back and watched the second half. I was so bored. The second half, I was inc- incredibly bored. I was like, pick it up. You know, like they, they had such like a short story they told in a huge amount of time. Yeah. And it was ridiculous because as you were saying, they had this great opportunity to like really make an either, an either like really cool superhero movie or make a big statement, you know, with, yeah. you know, women empowerment and stuff. And I felt like they could have easily done both. Instead, what we got here, because like we got the women empowerment in the first one, I will say, but in this one, it was more like, you know, I understand <laughs> it's actually pretty realistic, unfortunately, but you know, I was talking to somebody about the movie and it, it was a guy, you know, straight male. And he said, well, I didn't like it because everybody, every man in the movie was a pig except for Chris Pine's character. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's I'm not saying, world. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying all men are pigs. That's for sure. That's, that's an unfair statement. I will. I'll say that. No, that's an unfair statement because like, know, you're, you don't act like this, you know, that's unfair to say. However, they're trying to make a statement in the movie. So they're using this platform to do so. Obviously it spoke to some people and it's like, you know, I, I, I kind of appreciate it because you see them whoop some guys because of like their behavior. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not like encouraging violence. I will be clear about that. However, in this movie, it's demonstrating, hey, like, we're sick and tired of people acting like this toward us. Yeah. Like, I'm, cat, you know, I'm sick of being catcalled and like, you know, it's not like, like it's, you know, some people say like, well, at least you're being catcalled. Well, no, actually, that's rude. Like, you know, yeah. and it caused me to say to the person I was talking to about this, you know, he, he has a daughter who's very young at the time, at this time. Um, but I said, you know, you should watch out for this. Like, this is a real thing. Unfortunately, this is not, I'm not saying this is the way the world should be, but unfortunately it is the way the world is. And I can only speak for here because I've only ever been in this country, but, um, you know, I'm sure it happens other places besides here, which it's unfortunate. As Kristen Wiig's character is walking down the street by herself right before she like starts to get harassed. My first thought, and this is so sad. My first thought was like, oh my God, I can't believe she's walking down the street by herself. That's so scary. Like I would be so scared to walk down the street by myself alone at night. That was my first thought. How awful is that? That is such a normal thing for me to think. That's terrible. It shouldn't be like that. And it would be naive to say like, you know, go and do it like whatever, you know, unfortunately that's not the way the world works. And they really did make a statement with that. And so for that, I would say, cool. I mean, whether it was kind of like, Hit, hit us over the head or not, it is the way the world is, unfortunately. And I, I told my friend, you know, I'm sure, um, I don't know how to say her last name. Gal, is it Gadot? 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 Gal Gadot? I'm sure she gets that all the time. She is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Like if I get catcalled, I can only imagine what she goes through. Oh my God. So, 
sure so, people yeah, know actually, who she is now, and they're all. And I think most people <laughs> think that she is Wonder Woman, and that they're like absolutely terrified of her. <laughs> good. Or, good. or I don't think she gets out very often. I think right. I, yeah. I think yeah. she she probably has a whole like most like most actors, male and female, or everything. Um, they all have a ton of bodyguards to prevent that from happening. For sure. For sure. Yes, of course. And it could be because of the fame or because of the way they look, right? So, or both, you know, but I, but my point is like, I'm sure she got it before she was famous, you know, like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just like being realistic. (laughs) Um, so for that, I would say cool. Like good job on them for trying to make another statement. I just think that the whole movie could have been handled better. However, you know, to me, Aquaman wasn't great. Justice League was complete trash, you know. Um, and there, and I will say oh, that the Marvel movies that haven't been great either, you know, like, like Ant-Man and the Wasp, lowest stakes Marvel movie, like, ever. Probably what? will be lowest stakes, lowest stakes in the movie. Uh, so like, no, yeah, no, 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 it's a great movie. I mean, it's, it followed, and, uh, Infinity War. So you're coming off of this, like, super intense, like, you know, our heroes lost for the first time and we're ending it like this to like, here's a blanket and teddy bear of a movie, you know, lowest stakes. And some might say it's like a little forgettable. And like, I love Ant-Man. So don't get me wrong. Wait, like, I'm sorry. We have to have a debate on this. I disagree. No, no. Objectively he, speaking, <laughs> he would not understand anything about the quantum realm or anything. No, had I'm it not. not yes, been about that, is that true. movie. That and is I true. feel like the events in that movie are had, also are going to be really big in the Doctor Strange sequel. And I, oh, I, sure. I, I actually think Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I think they even said it, that it's going to be carrying a lot more into Phase 4. Yes. And so will Spider-Man um, Far From Home events, yes. too, which is why Spider-Man yeah. was the was the end of, of phase that four. phase. Right, of Phase exactly. 3. And so, right, but they have the whole MCU behind them, right? So they are, yes. their actions are supported within the, within the cinematic universe that they've created. So I'm just saying like from like the standpoint of we're judging, um, a superhero movie that was just okay, like on its own. So with, if it was just out of the MCU, it would have been just an okay movie, you know? So that's why I kind of sometimes when people you compare Marvel Ant-Man movies. And the Wasp and compared to like Iron Man 2 or, uh, I it mean, was just I, the most recent that I've seen. So, so oh, okay. Again, I'm just sorry. saying like, yeah, no, no, it's okay. I'm just saying like, for an example, like if it wasn't, that's why sometimes it is, I will say unfair to compare Marvel movies to DC films because of the way DC has tried to do their cinematic universe. I get it. You know, they, they try not to copy people. I understand that. Um, but it's like, you know, you take, you take the one movie out of the whole like domino effect. Like, is that just a good movie on its own? You know, you place it back in and you're like, oh my God, this is a missing piece. And it is, you know, dire that it needs to be here. Like, you know, um, so my point is people watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Amazing. Nothing ever like it. You know, people go watch Wonder Woman and it's just okay. Or it's like not very good and people lose it, you know, and that's kind of like an unfair, like, and Um, and call it, say it. uh Oh, sorry. No, I'll say, can I, um. I, I, I hear you on Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, 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 I think I have a way better, uh, comparison. For sure. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think the better comparison would be Iron Man 2 versus mm-hmm. Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. where Iron Man 2 is, gets a pass on being 
an extremely mediocre input for the MCU movie altogether, and also a very mediocre story where I liked Captain Marvel. It was, but you know, I I just thought it was so so. I felt like it was more of a director uh, production fl- right. um, uh, mediocrity that yeah. that kind of that hurt the film for me. Where I think it's very in the middle of the MCU, but people hated that film. Like hated it. They hated Brie Larson for no reason whatsoever. Even though I mean, she's unbelievably amazing. I don't. I I can't believe somebody would. If nobody has seen. Uh, room or short term 12 you were absolutely missing out and unbelievable she's a fantastic actress um, in that movie though i feel like she did not reach her full potential see i i i beg to differ i just think i she i think she did great i think a terrible script and terrible direction uh, it could have been that for yeah. her and it been that. I, I think she delivered this the, what she got perfectly fine i feel like that they focus more I, I feel like Nick Fury's character was so much more taken care of than hers. And yes, it was really yeah. sad. And so I think that like that being a better comparison compared to Wonder Woman You're right, it is. versus mm-hmm. everything else from DC, because what happened was that when, when Captain Marvel came out, the first uh, female led protagonist superhero from DC or from Marvel, uh, people lost their shit. They they hated it. They hated her. They made a big stink about it. And now Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, a very mediocre movie. People are saying it's the worst DC movie of all time. When and yeah, that's not fair to say. Green Lantern exists. <laughs> when you have uh, Catwoman that that exists, uh, nobody really shed on Catwoman all that much right. when it came out. Everyone was just like, ah, eh, whatever. But I feel like everybody now. Because we also didn't have that many other superhero movies, and like they yes, were a big deal, but it that. wasn't culturally like, like everybody was like, "Oh, cool, a new Spider Man movie. That's that's cool. Oh, cool, a new X Men movie." But nobody really got stakes in it. Nobody really cared. They just wanted to go to a movie. Nowadays, people are clamoring for Marvel. Like the amount yeah. of people who are mad about a Marvel movie not coming out this year because of, during the pandemic, it, people are so upset. People are are invested. Like. People feel more, pri- or there's so much more privilege now, I guess, in the going to see movies. And DC has failed the over and over again. The expectations have been risen, you know? I mean. Absolutely. And I, I think it sucks. And I think what we wanted to talk about today was why is it okay for a male led superhero movie to be, get a slide and people be like, oh, that movie sucked, but whatever, I'll still watch it. And, as opposed to God, that that that's like where Iron Man two fucking sucked. Oh my God, it was so terrible. Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad was so fucking terrible. But then a mediocre woman led protagonist superhero movie comes out, and then everybody's just like what you said, shits their shits their pants. Goes, I, oh, I'm saying shit their pants, but they just have a shit store. <laughs> right, and and, and I think sucks. too, like if you compare Iron Man, like that is a fair comparison, but also we have to take a look at. Is it the actual character people like better? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Iron Man one was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I, I mean, you take it compared to Wonder Woman one. Iron Man one was so good in my opinion. But, uh, but it's like, is it the character or is it the fact that? And think about this, that you know, um, women go well, like we, you know, anything you can do, I can do better or just as equal or something, you know. And then the toxic males are like, okay, we'll see. 
And so they already have this predetermined, like, this is going to suck. Like, you cannot do better than me, you know? And so they have that, like, invisible, new invisible glass ceiling for, uh, for films. And, you know, that's also not fair. But then it does suck when the movie is also not very good. So we kind of have to look at it from a fair statement or a fair point of view. However, I will say when things like Doctor Strange came out, which actually didn't care for very much, or yeah. things like Aquaman, which I also didn't care for very much. Like okay. Aquaman, I, I think Aquaman you're wrong about that one, Bethany. I know. A lot of guys do. A lot of guys do. It's true. Um, I know, you know a lot of it, women who love it too. How dare you? For it's the wrong a, reasons. <laughs> it's just a good, it's a good fantasy movie that has like a superhero, like, 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 that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to say this. <laughs> Aquaman, what I was ranting about earlier about, uh, about Wonder Woman trying to be a 1980s movie. Aquaman was trying to be a 1970s fantasy film, but, but it, it was, but it was an homage to it where it was a super, where it was the main character has to, has to defeat a royal person that people love and he has to go find one thing to get the clue to get to the next thing to the next thing and it's like this old fantasy format where he meets magical stuff and 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 fantastic creatures and it's just like it's it's just like one of those uh sinbad in the seven seas right and, yeah or, it's an well, odyssey and, uh, yeah Jason, Jason and the argonauts it's one of those stories in the super right. with a superhero filter and i think it works so well and i love it i think people just expected it to be Jason Momoa just fucking shit up and not really doing that. I don't think people expected a fantasy movie out of it. And I right. think that's why people yeah. hate it so much. And that's my, and I, that's my, that's I think, sorry. It, you know, it's okay. It could be like, you know, come, it could come across as extremely cheesy, just like Ant-Man, right? But Ant-Man did it to where it's like, they made fun of itself and they were very self-aware where I feel mm. like with Aquaman, it was just so like, I get the whole fantasy thing, but it was just like, it was so WWE to me. Like, I was like, okay, like, this is so cheesy. <laughs> uh, and I will say, I had to go back and rewatch it. I have a really harsh, I, I think because I was so excited for it. I thought it was going to be like my new favorite. Um, and so my expectations were up there, but I, uh, I will say this of like recent DC. <laughs> I, I will say this about recent DC movies, like since like, I don't know, since like, Batman, uh, uh, BBS or something, you know, whatever. Like the, the more recent films. It feels like there are, it's a group project and one guy didn't do his stuff because that always happens. <laughs> and then he has to just fill in the blanks. Like you were in charge of editing this, you know, like you're supposed to tie all of our clips together. It just didn't work. You have like the breakfast club of, of filmmakers all together, unlikely people, but it just like the ending sucks, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of what no, their, I, these, I think, their movies I feel think... like. DC doesn't have a vision, and then they also did, like, every, see, every bad DC movie has, like, this whole story to it. It's weird. Like, Suicide Squad, they literally locked David Ayer out of the editing room because they didn't <laughs> trust him, which sucks. Like, it's terrible mm-hmm. because David Ayer is a very amazing director and writer and everything, and I really believe that there is a, an amazing Suicide Squad movie out there. Like, I really do think that the air cut would fix it. I absolutely like. I don't believe in the Snyder cut for Justice League. Fuck that. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I, I I actually do believe in Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad movie because I absolutely do love his films. And Suicide Squad, you can tell had something, and then it just missed something. And yeah, like well, really that's fast. That's true of a lot of and, the movies that they've done. And so I don't. I disagree. I think Batman BVS is just bad from start to finish. I think sure. the director's cut is better because it, you actually understand Lex Luthor's plot, but who gives a shit? Man of Steel, <laughs> I think, was an absolute tonal mess from the beginning to the end. Yeah. 
Hey, I didn't uh, say all the movies. I said some of them. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, I, I just mean, I think that the only good, like, again, I know Aquaman. I love it for my own personal reasons. I can also understand why most people don't like it. I think Shazam's the, the best. <laughs> I think I think genuinely the, the only good DC movies are Birds of Prey number one for me, Shazam number two, Wonder Woman number three, and that's it. I, I think those are really the only three that are good. However, I think that their upcoming slate. Oh, and Joker. Oh my God, how did I forget about Joker? Well, oh, because Joker's thing. not in the DCU. Well, no, there's no DCU. Nothing's connected. Even the Suicide Squad movie, like Birds of Prey, is not even as it's it's its own thing. It's like okay, that's a whole different podcast that we'll talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. N- nothing. Yeah, but I thought that wasn't even done by by Warner Brothers, was it not? What everything is. Uh, the Joker was done by somebody else. Oh, that's Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers DC only. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was done by another like. No, like uh, a... Justice League is the last DCEU movie. So, and even Patty Jenkins. So, Wonder Woman '84 is actually not even a sequel to Wonder Woman. It is only picking and choosing several things. So, from now on, I guess we'll. I guess we'll just add this in here. So, <laughs> ever since after Justice League, any DC movie that comes out. It is up to the director and writers to pick and choose what is, uh, what they're borrowing from, from anything that is from something else. So, mm-hmm. um, that's the whole thing with Shazam 2 might have Superman and it may not be Henry Cavill. Uh, because right. no- no- nothing at all is connected anymore. Uh, Justice League was the end of canon where now everything is basically one-offs. And if like, uh, the Suicide Squad with James Gunn, he said only certain things will be canon from the first movie. Only certain things. Uh, but everything else will not be. In fact, we don't even know if Harley Quinn will be the same Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. And I think, uh, if, I think she blurted out in a, um, in an interview because it's really hard to keep things really, you know, closed. And I think she has the hardest job out of anybody because she's, uh, I feel like Margot Robbie is like the only person that's really holding DC movies together in all honesty. Like I think Gal mm-hmm. Gadot is unbelievable, but Harley Quinn's so good and Margot Robbie's the perfect casting. Um, it has to be the hardest thing for her to keep thinking. I would not be able to do, I would not be able to be as silent as, as her. She has a, I think that's her superpower is that she's able to, uh, keep her mouth, uh, closed <laughs> with, with the DC. Like I said, there's no way in hell I would be able to do it. Margot Robbie, you are a superhero. Uh, yeah, you are a living really. superhero. Um, I think, I think she did, did accidentally let it say that it is not the same Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey. So. See, that's Sorry. confusing for, especially for the casual fan that's already off-putting, I feel. For people that Fuck are like, oh, I did this stuff, you know. <laughs> I know, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I know, you are, I know. I'd like, it's so messy and unorganized, and I get that they're trying to be like, well, we're copies, and so it's no format because people are just going to accuse us of doing it. But it works, the formula I, works. I, I... <laughs> I think that, well, I think they're trying, well, I disagree because I think it's just like the comics. Because remember, there's like right now, as of right now, there are over eight different runs of Batman. Completely different canons. Yes, but I know people stories. that don't, don't want to start reading comics because they don't know where to start. It's like overall. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, I just meant like, that they're, I just, I just meant they're treating their movies like comic books where it's like, oh, hey, yeah, you no, know no, what? Know. Yeah. That's all I meant. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's unfair for the, for Warner Brothers to set their movies up and treat them like the comics just because well, I, I wouldn't say it's unfair. I would say I don't see it working out on a wide scale because it's already like excluding those people that don't uh, know the comics as well or they don't care. They're they're not caring about the casual fans um, when they do that. When they do that, they're not like inviting them to the party. 
because I feel like if the people are, that are casual fans, they just want to go see a superhero movie. They might want it to be a little easier to follow, you know, even with Marvel, like you can follow them. And yeah, there's like details in there for, for like the nerds to pick up like us, <laughs> but they can still follow the story because there's consistency with it where if they're just doing whatever they want and they're like, why does Superman look different? I don't get this. This is weird. I don't understand. And I don't care to, it's like even subconsciously off-putting. I will me. say like, this though. They had that with the monster universe. Um, yeah, yeah. Way back when where they would have different people play Dracula's constantly and stuff like that. And yes. uh, I, I, the I feel bar like, has I mean, raised though. <laughs> the expectations have raised though, you know, like if, uh, I guess I got to a point where I'm like, if the audience is too stupid, that's on them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I, <laughs> I get I get that. It's just, to me, it seems like really unorganized and messy. So I, I can see, like I was saying too, like, we're going to go see the movie still. We're going to analyze them. We're going to have these podcasts. We're going to talk about them. We're going to have opinions. But I, I can see where it wouldn't work for people that don't really care too much already about superhero movies. Like, you're not winning more audience members, in my opinion if you're doing that so yeah. i don't know um but we'll see like i hope i hope them the best i mean because i love dc too but i i obviously love more marvel things you know but i still root it's still superheroes i still love superheroes so like yeah yes we're going to compare them but i'm not gonna be like oh well, i hate them you know i just don't think that those movies are very good <laughs> and they could no, be absolutely. better like they could be great you know but yeah yeah and I, I, I mean, I, I would say that a lot of them are, are really bad, and I guess I'll, I'll try to put us back to what we were talking about before, where it's like when Wonder Woman 1984, a very mediocre movie, to come out, and like people feel like, oh, well, this is the worst thing ever because it's so mediocre, and you're just like, no, you, you literally, like, what are you talking about? Suicide Squad is not even like, it's not even, it's like five years old now only. I was yeah. like, it hasn't yeah. been very long. How how, right. how dare you say the Wonder Woman 1984 is worse than? Suicide Squad or yeah. Green Lantern, which is not even ten years old yet. Like, like it's so Green Lantern came out to what two thousand eleven? Like, or now I guess okay. ten years now. But like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's such BS because Marvel has had so many other mediocre movies, like, and they've also had really bad movies. Like, people just gave Thor two a, a pass for no reason <laughs> when Thor two is legitimately a terrible, terrible film. Uh and with one good scene, which was because Rene Russo is a goddess and a goddess yes, of acting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she made that, mo <laughs> she made that movie like bearable for a second. Yeah. And, and like, that is a goddess. That is, a, that is yeah. a acting pro. Um, and anyway, so, um, yeah, so the point is, I, I don't understand why people. Yeah. And being a female geek, sorry. No, you're fine. This you should be talking. I really shouldn't be talking as a male. I feel like so. No, it's fine. It's fine because you know you your opinion matters too. That's that's the thing about it. It's like I want true equality. Like your opinion matters as well. You know, as long as you also listen to my opinion or like other people's opinions. You know what I mean? Like it matters. Uh, I will say though, this was my observation before I asked on Instagram. Before I asked on Instagram, I had a fleet of fanboys up in my dms giving their opinions of wonder woman 84 when i didn't even ask for it <laughs> like of course i love talking about this stuff so I'm, I'm down to talk about it but compared to other movies that were just okay yeah. or they throw a fit if i tell them 
I don't like Aquaman <laughs> or I don't like Doctor Strange very much as a movie. But like, okay, so yeah, <laughs> like obviously we, we've admitted the flaws of Wonder Woman 84. It's not the best. But for people to be outraged, I think that's the whole point of this, right? So the people to be so outraged about it, it's like, calm down, calm down. Okay, Iron Man 2 wasn't great. Thor 2 wasn't great. But they came back for the third one, you know? And it was great. And now it's like, you know, Thor 3 is like one of the best superhero movies ever. I will say this. <laughs> I will watch Wonder Woman 1984 again, and I will be happy with it. What, what, will I, in the back of my mind, be like, man, I wish they did this, this, this differently and this differently? Of course. But you know what else I do that for? Every fucking superhero movie i watch even yeah, the ones i absolutely love there are things in thor ragnarok where i'm like man i really wish you know we got to see more angry hulk in it like you yeah. know like, like there were things like in it but then for me thor ragnarok is like one of the best superhero movies of all time i think the only superhero movie i don't have notes for is uh is into the spider-verse which is my favorite superhero film yeah that's the so only good. one where i'm just like i, I have absolutely no notes this movie is perfection and thank you for olivia octavius because jesus christ so hot <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> amazing amazing yes so speaking of octavia or uh olivia octavia uh katherine han is just killing it right now because she's also in yes wandavision yes she is what a great transition i literally <laughs> thank thought, you i literally thought we were gonna have our octavia spencer tribute right now which i guess we're doing right now also god octavia bless spencer that is your goddess god god bless that queen. <laughs> <laughs> you are, I your, that's a your, your talent is unbelievable and you deserve all the roles <laughs> okay so yes let, let's transit smooth transition over to wandavision the first thing oh heal my soul the first thing in over a year that's mcu that to come out like yeah. that i live for that i live for that it was so strange though watching it on my television for the first time it was not the same is like going to the, the movie, you know, waiting and waiting to go into the theater with a bunch of people, a bunch of geeks and like, you know, be super excited. But man, when that Marvel title came up, like I got chills. I held back tears because it's dun, been a rough year, dun, dun, you know? dun, dun, particularly dun, dun, this week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this dun, week also particularly was like rough for me, too. So. So, yeah, call me a geek. I don't care. You guys can suck it. <laughs> but. <laughs> Tyler, we don't own the rights to this music. <laughs> that's why I did it myself. And uh, yeah. oh, yeah, a cover, a cover, yeah. So we're not, okay, we're not, we're not, we're not big enough for them to care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. No one cares. Um, Wanda Vision or Wanda and Vision are two of my favorite characters in the MCU. I actually read some of the comics um, a few years ago, and it made me fall in love with the characters even more and excited to see where the MCU is going to take them because of course they are adaptations and not replications, right? So uh, they pick and choose where they want to go and they change things all around for the sake of the world they've built, right? Which is fine by me, as long as they're telling a good story and it makes sense and it's enjoyable. So um, I really loved how Marvel stepped out of the box with this one and how they've taken the risk that like, Things like, I will say, like, Supernatural, for example, like, has has built up that fandom where they could take these risks with, like, random offshoot episodes, right? Yeah. But then they also kind of just make sense within, you know, they're not just doing it for, you know, the sake to do it to be to, to be different. Like, they, they make it make sense. 
and it's yeah. great. So like the same with WandaVision. So I also got the fanboys up in my DMs again for this one. It was not as harsh, I will say, as for Wonder Woman. And I think it is due to the fact that it is not a full movie. It is a serial, you know, so like we're only in the first two episodes, 20 minutes each. But they're like, I, I'm interested, but I don't get it. I don't get it, you know. And I'm like, okay, like, give it a second, man. Like, <laughs> it's obviously unraveling kind of like a mystery, right? So it is a different thing that we're used to seeing, like, our, you know, our characters for the, from the MCU in. You know, we, we don't have the full story yet. Calm down. Yeah. Like, you I, guys love Mandalorian. Shut up. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't really have a lot of opinions on it uh, uh -huh. because I have no idea what the fuck is happening in that show. <laughs> like, and that's kind of what I've been getting, right? So I keep, you, you yeah, I keep know, thinking, you know I, I know what's happening. And then, and then like, then the ending. And I'm just like, I, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I, I am an idiot. <laughs> so like, I love the fact that they paid homage to like, like, I love Lucy, Bewitched, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show and stuff like that. Because like, I love those shows and I'm such an old lady, I, whatever. So I, I've loved like, especially Bewitched. Like I'm named after Samantha. Come on, you know? And um, I... I loved those shows so much. So to see them like, you know, get like a, a mention in the MCU is something else I love, you know, and it's a wide scale thing. I'm like, yes, like, this is amazing. Like kids my age know what this is. You know, it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> finally, you know, it was kind of like when Elvis music was in Lilo and Stitch, I was like, yes, people get it, you know, that are like in, in elementary school with me. <laughs> You know, so it was kind of like, I kind of got that feeling again. Um, and I just, I loved it so much. I thought they did it so well. It was so hilarious. It was so beautiful. And then we get those blips of like, and yeah, I'll say blips of like, hey, this is kind of eerie. This is creepy. What the hell kind of Twilight Zone is this? And, you know, it, it's like, you know, again, spoilers, of course. But, you know, they're sitting down at the dinner table with Vision's boss and, his, and the boss's wife. Um, and... She's like, stop it. <laughs> Please stop. Stop. And it's just yes. starts to become really creepy. And I'm like, yes, this is creepy. And, you know, and you can tell, like, some people were like, I don't understand. Is Wanda doing it? Is Vision doing it? What's the deal? And I say Wanda's doing it. Wanda's projecting this because in the comics, you know, Vision builds this perfect life for them to, like, live out his, like, dream yeah. of, like, having a perfect human life, you know. Um, and they don't try to hide anything. They're just, they just live in this perfect, like simulated world where, yes, I think this is simulated, but it is still the real world. So she, I believe is controlling everything around her. She picked a random suburb because she's heartbroken. She's grieving her loss. She, yeah. she's going off the rails. She doesn't know how to handle this. Like, you know, she's been through so much <laughs> and I think people kind of underestimate that. Um, and she is also the most powerful, um, arguably of, of the Avengers and, um, you know, so what happens when somebody like that goes off the rails, right? And so now we're seeing that. But who, you know, we're getting these little like fake commercials. I'm getting chills talking about this because I'm just like so excited about it. And you, you see the, 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 the little Stark Industries toaster, right? And you see, yeah. uh, the, the Strucker watch. Oh, creepy. I was like, no, no, this is so scary. So, um, you see these little things. And I noticed, like, if you pay attention to, little blips of color too so on the toaster there's a tiny um like uh image of a flashing red light and that was the only thing in color and it reminded me a lot of like the sound effects they've used for like the stark industries explosives right so that's kind of like mm -hmm. weird right so you pick up on these little things and i've only i've seen it like one and a half times right 
So, um, I don't know. I, I, the first time through, I was watching it like, okay, okay. I'm just watching it like this. And then I'm going to go back and watch it like a geek. Right. (laughs) So, um, you see things like on the cabinet of the second episode with the magician, their, their magician act. Right. So not not only that, but like their magician names are actually two characters from the Tom King run as well. Uh, from the two, uh, uh, friends in there. So the illusion, uh, was it illusioner and, uh, Crap, forgot their names now. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Flourish. No, um, no. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Plus, okay, so we know that they have twins. You see it in the trailers. But I, I don't know if they're two boys or two girls. I want to say, or two boys and one boy and w- one girl. And I think that's what they're going to be doing is mm-hmm. uh, one boy and one girl. It kind of looked like that to me. And there's also a lot of like imagery that are like twins. So I think that might be foreshadowing. I'm not sure. Or it could be like um, the twins as in like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, you know? I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's probably both, honestly. Like, of course, like if she's going to like be doing this, like she wants twins. That's what she's familiar with. She had a twin. She misses her brother, you know? So like that makes sense. Not to mention like she's the one stopping everything from happening. So she's the one noticing like, hey, this is weird. And she's like, uh, no, no. And like she like causes everything to rewind. So you can tell that she's controlling this. And people are saying, Wanda, like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on, Wanda? So she's clearly the one, you know, in control of this. I mean, but, there's several uh, things. Like, we don't even know if even Vision is real. Because, as we know, he's, he's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because she's <laughs> dealing with grief and loss, you know. This show gave me so much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so good, and you don't know what's happening, and then it gets really real. Like, yeah, like, stop it. Stop it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's so eerie. And uh, it even gets eerie uh, during the second episode as well. Like, yeah. Um, Oh, God, the, the red glass. plane. Oh, yeah, the the plane, yeah. The plane, Which, the glass, like, yeah, it's... Yeah. it's. Um, and then did you notice the symbol on the plane? Or the helicopter? Um, And there's a symbol. When you back out, I think it was the first episode. When you back out, I couldn't see what the symbol was at first, but then um, I rewound and paused, and I realized it's sword. And so it's a symbol of sword. You see it like oh, three yes. different times. Yeah, sword. So yeah. they're clearly watching, right? And it makes sense why they would be watching her. And mm-hmm. if you look at um, like Spider-Man Home, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, the ending, um, I think that's where uh, Nick Fury really is. He, I think that spaceship he's on is like, like the base for sword. Is what I'm thinking. I thought. Oh, oh, I thought he was. I thought he was just. Uh, I just thought him and Talos switched, and so he's on the spaceship with all the Kree. Oh, not Kree, not the Kree. I'm sorry, with the um, squirrels. Squirrels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It could be that, but like now that this has come out, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, (laughs) hold on. You know, and everyone's been looking forward to Sword showing up. So, I mean, this could have ties into Fantastic Four. They could, they could, and I want them to bring it back to x-men but you know i i don't know I, about I'm, that yet, so. I, I, i'm still in the minority i don't want x-men in the mcu like like i know that they just announced that that deadpool will be rated r and in in the mcu i i really think that i i, I just, to me it really makes more sense for mcu for x-men to just have their own universe still like i don't know man like it's just it makes sense there's so much more stuff happening like why are these mutants so hated when like spider-man is beloved and or uh or even thor being a god like 
you know, like how do commoners really know that Thor is from Asgard? Like, how do they ever see him actually transport and stuff like that? Why, like, it's just it's it would make sense, and I think it would be kind of cool for them to just restart and just have mutants and just do it well. Because again, I am not a big fan of any of the X Men movies prior, except for Days of Future Past. It's literally the only X Men movie minus the Deadpool movies. That... And minus Logan, because that doesn't count. Oh, yeah, I do like Logan. I forgot. Oh, Logan. Oh, so I, even li- I even like the Wolverine. I actually think. Me too. I like the Wolverine too, except for the end. But I like the Wolverine as well. Everyone hates on me for it. <laughs> I, I, li- I, I, I don't mind the end because I hate Silver Samurai in the comics so much that they actually made him a little bit more likable and in the, in the movie. I actually can't fault them for Silver Samurai in the movie because he was done so much better than in the comics. In the comments, he's so stupid and overpowered, and that's all of the rant. <laughs> anyway, um, I know I don't want this to be too long of an episode, but like, yeah, I guess the last thing for me to say, like, I don't know what the hell is happening. I absolutely, I think it's more of a how. I think it might be more of a House of M type. Uh, yes, yeah, thing for Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, internally, not like not not setting what's exactly, happening. I, yeah. I think, I but I think Scarlet Witch on her state of mind is more like House of M as opposed to the uh the vision like the tom king vision and some other stuff before so i think there's gonna be a lot of destruction i'm excited to see quicksilver because i think they confirmed that he's coming in to the yeah, series yeah i hope so so I, I i really like i'm hoping that like you know he when when she sees him it actually becomes more violent it's more of an anger issue as opposed to a happy happiness of seeing him right where it just destroys her mentally but also, I, I wonder if they are afraid of going too much into uh, Dark Phoenix territory, where, you know, House of M is messed up, but you also understand, and, and Wanda is is so powerful, that, but, like, you also understand where she's coming from. I don't want her to, like, maybe lose too much control, because that's, like, Dark Phoenix territory. Right, exactly. I'm just excited. I have, I have no other... I, I don't know what else to say. Like, it, it it's so... It's anxiety, because... I'm so used to Marvel just being movies where it's like, I understand this from beginning to end. Thank you for the teaser at the end. Can't wait for the next thing. Where now I'm right. just like, when is the next thing? Why do I have to wait a week for like, for like, you know, after only watching 46 minutes of this and now I have to wait for just 23 only minutes left. Like, ah, yes, it's, exactly. It's so yeah. it's so much anxiety. So I'm excited and it's good anxiety. It's going to be, it could be like Mandalorian where it varies. I just want mm. them to take the time that they need where it's like we're still interested in the story and they're not dragging it out, you know? Well, I, I think it's interesting that there was $200 million budget on it and only, tw- or I'm sorry, I think it was, uh, I am sorry, that was wrong. It was a $2 million budget for the whole series and only 200000 was on the first two episodes. So that says a lot on it too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So I'm just like, what the fuck are we going to see yeah. in the next couple? And it's only nine episodes, I think. Or something like that. So eight, eight, I believe, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited. That's like the thing too is like we've had like a female centric Marvel like series, like television show, right? Um, Agent Carter. Uh, however, it's it's different. I feel like Agent Carter. It was like more about forgot about Agent Carter. Sorry. I I know you you love it. I'm so sorry. That's such a good show. I feel bad. I know. I I, I I feel bad now. (laughs) No, it's okay. Everyone, everyone forgot about it, and so that's why I'm bringing it up now. This is my time to shine, okay? <laughs> no, but I'm. We talked about in the beginning of this episode. We're not comparing Wonder Woman and WandaVision because that's unfair. But we can kind of compare Wonder Woman and Agent Carter in the sense that, like, 
the production quality is so good. It's also not done by TV. It's done by Marvel Studios, right? It's female-led. Yeah. And, but the difference, the, the, the reason I bring it up is because we've had something like this before, right? However, the stakes are different because, like, Agent Carter, it's great to see her, like, you know, move on and, like, try to, like, work her way through. It was almost like, like, about the women in the workforce back then, you know? And it was kind mm -hmm. of about that. And her and her like finding her right path and everything but we know like what happens in the end to her and stuff so it doesn't really matter right where mm -hmm. here this is pushing forward the entire plot of the mcu so people will say like well why did they do two ep two seasons and stop i'm like well i get it like i'm not mad about it like i understand like i would love to watch more but i'm not mad about it because i know that if <laughs> if it saves us money to do things like wandavision where it pushes things forward then yeah let's do that you know so, yeah that makes sense yeah. Especially, especially now that we don't know like what timeline it, it's in, and exactly, yeah, he's with Steve, I guess. Ah, everything's so confusing. I'm so confused. I need answers, Marvel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, WandaVision's fantastic. It's so well done. It's, it's so great. It's so, and like I said, it it's doing the homage and doing the whole thing better than 1984, where like. It's not just all of it's being like, oh, it's taking place in the 1950s. Uh, no, because you get like the teases of the realism and stuff like that. It, it, it's weird. It's, it's, you know what? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I don't even know what my. <laughs> it's what, good and we can't wait to see more. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Well, I was saying, I don't even know what my, uh, what my rant about 1984 is anymore. Anyway, <laughs> damn. So, yeah. <laughs> Girl power. Absolutely. Girl power <laughs> or woman power for me. I, I don't, I feel like I can't say girl. I shouldn't say girl. <laughs> girl. Yeah, girl. You, you go girl. Um, <laughs> oh, community. Anyway. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if like a guy says, okay, I will say like, if like a straight presenting male says, you go girl. I'm, I love that. I, but you have to I do it that. like Troy and so I, you think. You go, girl. Like, you have to do like Actually, that. Actually, anytime someone says, you go, girl, I'm like, yes. Thank you for your support. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where can they find more Betty Geek? <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm doing Twitch stuff, but I need help with my computer. I'm I'm trying to learn about computers, and I'm doing test and adjust on my stupid Twitch stream because my computer is dumb, and so is my internet, and I'm working on uh, rendering problems and encoding problems and the other words i barely know what they mean <laughs> streaming, streaming sucks it's a pain it's hard. in the ass yeah it's so hard i respect everyone everyone that does streaming uh because it, it is like not that simple <laughs> not as simple as i thought it was going to be so uh respect but yeah find me on twitch betty geek uh find me on etsy betty geek and also on instagram as betty geek oh yeah and tiktok but whatever yeah and all links <laughs> will be in the article as always and uh yeah Anyway, that was a good that was a that was a good fun episode. Um, thank I have you to go for do homework now. <laughs> nice, right? <laughs> thank you for listening in. You can check out all of our shows and offerings on thegrandgeekgathering.com for all of our podcasts, our videos, and so much more. And we have awesome articles as well with our amazing writing team. Uh, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all the stuff. I stream on Twitch, and please join our Discord as well. You just contact us, and we'll give you the Discord link. The music has been provided by Carlisle Laurent. Have a wonderful week. Wear a mask. Please be safe. And GGG. So you think you got a lot to say? Well, I think you better clear the space. When it comes to movies, I got the better taste. 
No one knows what you're talking about anyway. 